0: Booyah. Yeah,
2: happy Friday. happy Friday. And we welcome you to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show here on WKYZ. Thanks so much for spending time with us. If you like the 30-minute show here, and we hope you do, there's much more available on our YouTube channel. Just type in UCSS or Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Two hours every day, streaming live 11 to 1. You can time shift us with whatever fits your schedule. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Jason Lloyd, G. Bush, and behind the glass...
1: Mikey McNuggets. What's up, guys? Today's a big day. Big day. We're giving out the 2023 end-of-season Browns Awards. We've got you guys all to vote. A first, a second, and a third place, and we're going to dive right are in. Are
2: we underdressed for an awards show? I feel I like we should have all worn tuxedos. Yeah. I'm not sure Man. we could have
1: topped Bull's top hat look from a couple weeks ago. So. Oh, that was so great. That, that was, was. That was, that was, was so good. If this goes well, we'll do a superlative award with some non-traditional ones, and we'll go the full nine. We'll roll the red carpet out. Good. And, everyone mm-hmm. and, and he can pull his pool hall yeah. hat back out. And yeah.
2: goes out with it. to bust it out.
1: With that, are you guys ready? I'm ready. I've, I Yo. can't wait for this. We're going to start with the first award of the day. It is the most valuable person, not necessarily player, but the most valuable person from the Browns in the 2023 season. And after all the votes have been tallied, a clear unanimous number one, Mr. Kevin Stefanski. Andrew Berry edged out Joe Flacco in the second place spot and coming in third was the guy they signed off the couch out of his living room in week 13 of well, the season. I'm guessing
2: that we all must
3: have voted that way. That's exactly
1: the way I voted. Yeah, it's not unanimous. It I wasn't had,
2: unanimous.
3: I had Schwartz and Barry. I didn't have a player in there. I can't believe voted for postseason awards, didn't have a player I, in there. I had one. Wow. That's How did they all end up, they end
0: up one, two, three, if Jason didn't have any and I only had one of those guys. I guess all my votes counted for five.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little obnoxious. <laughs> that's that KYC bias.
4: It's the KYC bias. Yeah, that, must
1: be. Kevin Stefanski had seven of the eight first-place votes. Okay, okay so yeah, you, I had, you had him
3: on I there. had Kevin on there. Yeah, I, I had Kevin one. Yeah, oh, I had you Kevin said won. you didn't have any of them. No, no, he no, said no players. I had no players. I had Kevin one, one oh, and Barry three.
0: I had I actually had Amari Cooper one, a little outside the box thinking. Wow. I had Kevin two and Miles Garrett three.
2: Well, I feel very cool. I've, I'm I'm great with that because uh, the the way I voted them one, two, and three
1: is the way that we collectively saw how it turned I, out. It was,
4: I had Schwartz in there. I'm surprised Schwartz did not make the list. Didn't make it. You and me.
1: Yeah, Schwartz finished one point behind Joe Flacco for third place. uh,
2: Okay, I'll I'll tell you why uh, me keeping him off kept him out of the running, and I'll tell you why I did it. We just had a Jekyll and Hyde defense. They were so great at home. They were elite at home because we used the tag elite. I still hear, by the way, media members saying we had an elite defense. We did not have an elite defense this year. We did not. We had a very good defense. They were elite at home. They were so substandard on the road it brought their average grade down, and that's yeah. why I didn't and, have Schwartz and on, a, on a, my list.
0: And our awards include the postseason. We don't have to just be the regular no.
3: season. No, yeah. It's a, I looked at it as it was such a burning pile of trash yes. <laughs> last year. <laughs>
2: that's a fact. And they
3: did fix a lot of it. All it's right. it's And they had so many injuries that I thought Kevin deserved the credit for keeping it together. Schwartz deserved the credit for fixing the defense, yeah. at least from where it was and Andrew Barry for bringing in the right guys and fixing the roster. I would have to, had him To before. sustain. I, Flacco is a great story, but for me, the fact that they were still playing well without him before he even got in there.
2: I know, but when we look back me. on this season 10 years from oh, now, you can't Flacco tell this story. tale without Joe Flacco. I you can tell it Cooper, without Jim Schwartz. Yeah.
0: I thought Amari Cooper was the the one thing on the offense that was steady the That's
3: year. fair. No, That's, that's fair. I
2: yeah, yeah, I didn't think that way, so that's yeah. uh, that's a good decision. The other We didn't mention this, I don't think, He's up for assistant coach of the year. He is. Yeah, 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 Jim Schwartz. So congratulations
1: to Jim. I hope he wins it. And let's see if Jim can win another award. The best offseason acquisition the Browns made all season. This was a pretty tight race, but the guy you guys just talked about, Jim Schwartz, is our winner with 17 total points. Dustin Hopkins, the kicker they traded for. Right before week one came in second. So and you're, your, the you're drafting these in
2: a different order in which you sent them to
1: us, right? Because I had that as the, yeah, okay. I sent you on the rundown the order yeah. we're gonna do them in, though. Yeah, okay. I yeah. want to yeah. put the ones... I'm just
2: calling up my text back to you. Gotcha, And yeah. I went to number two, and I'm like, oh, did I skip oh,
1: that one?
0: I just realized now. That I put Flacco on my list and he wasn't an off-season
1: acquistion. You should have told correct. me to correct that, Mike. No, Flacco counted. It, it, it was an acquisition. The move. I know we called it off-season. But well, we I, I didn't put was, him on there
4: counted. because of that. He because you said yeah. off-season, so yeah. right, I
3: left.
1: I sh-
0: I was like, why did these guys vote for Flacco? And I was like, well, he wasn't an off-season. So acquisition.
4: basically, they yeah. took G. Bush's list because I was with McNuggets when I picked these. Yeah. So this is a perfect list to want. I want to go for not in the first one. It. Let's go to the third one. DeWan Jones. Wait, what? Well, can you put the, the list back up there again?
1: Yeah, it came out Jim Schwartz first, Dustin Hopkins second, Dewan Jones third. I'm batting
3: a 1,000. That's exactly the way I had my ballot. I, I had Dalvin Tomlinson third. I just thought the way that he
4: held down I the had, middle of the defense. I wow. had
0: Flacco third, but if it wasn't for Flacco, I would have put Dewan
4: Jones. I, I, I think to be truthful, Dewan Jones, like, I mean, that's the biggest bright spot we have. You talk about people who you didn't expect. It's like getting a gift to somebody, and you're like, I didn't expect to get this gift, and it can be something like my bag of popcorn, but the popcorn's free. So you're gonna take it and be happy, to eat it at lunch. Yeah. yeah. Dewan Jones is the bag of popcorn and right tackle that took over and is awesome. He we found a a future worth in the draft on a flyer. Shout out to Dewan Jones.
2: Okay. I, I I can't disagree with anything because that's that was my yeah. one, two, and three. Uh I, I didn't put Flacco on there because it did say off season yeah, I,
0: acquisition. I, I had a brain freeze on and that one. In, Otherwise, in I would have had the same three because I
2: had the other two. Okay. Ahead, so Mike. not a lot of dispute or you know, debate not on yet, that. Not yet,
1: but we're getting to the dispute. This next okay. one, the biggest surprise of the year is we, was by far the closest race okay. we had. We had seven different guys get votes. The winner had the fewest number of number one votes of any category, and it was the closest race between one and two. This was the biggest surprise of the year. And the results, JOK takes the gold, Joe Flacco the silver, and Dewan Jones now that's a, the bronze. Oh, that's you guys exactly. missed one. That's exactly the three I had in the exact order. Okay, but you guys missed
2: one, so I I don't know how Dustin Hopkins is. That's that's exactly it. I mean, Dustin what Hopkins in the
4: world got
1: we, votes. Missed, uh, no, I, no, I don't Jones care about votes. How is he not point. in the top three?
4: Biggest
2: surprise? Who the hell expected him to co- do what he did this well, year? Well, Joe Flacco is the biggest surprise. Yeah, I agree with I, that. I, I mean, think. who
3: won it? Joe they didn't win it, did he? Well, J-O-K. I had JOK as the yeah, biggest but surprise.
2: Here's why I
0: didn't vote for Hopkins, and I was Hopkins all year. I had. Meaty, like I thought Hopkins would be okay. And he was fantastic. I thought all those guys would be nothing. And they were all fantastic too. I I, thought, I would,
2: I'll be honest with you. I thought Hopkins would be nothing. When, when
4: I heard when they had had Hopkins, you go back and we looked at his kicking from I believe the Chargers. And he wasn't terrible. Well, he was fifty
2: percent right. from beyond fifty yards. Right. He, he was, was eight, better eight than he, that, th- But we knew
0: I, we didn't even know JOK could be a player in the NFL. Well, anymore. I had JOK well, number one yeah. on my list.
3: I had Flacco Hopkins JOK because Flacco and Hopkins weren't even on the team. And that's so. Fair. Of course, they're the biggest yeah. surprise. Yeah. Flacco was on his couch until yeah. November. So well, I, I, I had JOK.
2: Flacco at number three. To me,
0: JOK, JOK went from. One of the worst linebackers in the league to one of the best. That at least he was on best. the team all year. I, 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 well, I don't know why that – why be, does that make him less of a surprise?
3: Because you, you, they, where they drafted him, there's some level of expectation. He didn't have a very good year last year, but he was decent as a rookie. So, there's still some level of expectation. Yeah, they traded God, for Hopkins no thinking – expectation. You I know what? Bull can't
2: get cut. out of his mind the same thing I can't. Yeah. Dequell Jackson, who's been the best linebacker yeah. in, in the Browns' said second the history. guy can't play.
4: Sat here on this show and said, I'd cut him. Yeah. If, you, if you look at it, J.O.K. – could you, if you squint it hard enough, you could argue he had a better year than Miles Garrett.
2: Well, he had 100 tackles, 20 tackles behind the line of scrimmage. This is... And three and a half sacks.
4: This is this is, this is
2: crazy. 20 Island. tackles for loss In crazy. the second
0: half of the year, it wasn't even close. JLK was way better and than miles Garrett. What? And you know what?
2: And you mentioned this earlier. Yeah. We did have the benefit of the playoff game. He, he was dominated. the only guy that showed That's up That's right. the No, no he not right. showed up.
4: He dominated. He dominated. Yeah. You're
2: right. You're right. He, do- he yeah. looked like... A, a big time player in a big time yeah. game.
0: It was tough. I was debating between
1: DeWand and and uh Hopkins for the last spot from Okay. Go ahead, Mike. That one was uh pretty contentious. The next one, I'm gonna tell you the two guys who just missed the podium. This is the biggest disappointment award. Mm-hmm. Juan Thornhill and Jerome Ford missed coming in third by one vote. So in a good thing or for them, it's a good thing they missed it. But our top three, and there was a pretty unanimous number one, Elijah Moore. Yep. Wow, second place is Smith and yep. in third place Deshaun Watson. I had
0: Deshaun Watson number 1. I mean I don't Yeah.
1: I
2: gave Deshaun the benefit of the injury. Yeah. I can't, I don't I didn't
0: blame yeah, him. But for my that expectations injury. for Deshaun were a million times higher than
3: I had him third. Yeah. I kind of right where both of you guys are saying, the injury, but at the same time the expectation level yeah. I had Elijah one, I had Jerome Ford two, in Deshaun. I had Thornhill
4: two, and Elijah Moore three. If Deshaun Watson would have played the whole season and we could watch him play and he played poorly, I would say, okay, well, you didn't. That's the way I went too. But if you, I can't say that you, he didn't ask to be hurt. It just is what it is. But I will take Elijah Moore. They, there was media members doing victory laps on this playbook where like, Elijah Moore is going to be a scat back and a receiver. Yeah. He's going to catch the ball. I, and I'm do-
3: surprised you guys think Juan Thornhill was that big of a disappointment.
4: I did. I uh, did. I did. I, I did. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't think he was that big of a disappointment I, at all. He, well, I, I thought when you look at the plays, I was expecting more splash plays. I thought Ronnie Hickman made more plays than he, he did. Didn't.
3: I, I just, yeah. I saw a lot of games where they look. I've mentioned this before. They made it look like random tackles, but if he doesn't get that guy down, it's going to the house. He had a yeah. lot of big, open field plays that, to me, saved a lot of. Bigger chunk play, touchdown time. I do. I did see him room. out of
4: position a couple times too. Well, no, he's perfect. Yeah, I, I just, I just thought, yeah, right. I, is he better than John Johnson? Sure. Yeah, well, guys did a whole a lot, lot of talking in
0: the beginning of the season as he, as if he was this special safety, well, and he was not special. I he, had, and,
2: Elijah Moore came in with that hype. He was yeah. my one.
0: Zedarius Smith, we 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 forgot about that
2: victory laps. Yeah, we did. Well, I
0: wasn't as high on him as everybody else. I I know you weren't, but everybody
2: else loved that signing. He was number two, and for me, Jerome Jerome Ford was number three. I I thought he was going to be the guy. I really did, and he had every opportunity to seize that role. And he just underwhelmed me this year. He left
4: a lot of food on his plate. You know, there's a lot of games where you see one cut here, one cut here. That's 20 more yards, 15 more yards, or even short yardage. Just ramming it in there and just making sure you get the first down. I think he needs a a little bit of work. But he was a little bit underwhelming after Nick Chubb went down.
1: Okay. Uh, One thing on Jerome Ford, Jason, I know we talked about, and you in particular talked about, he was the future of the running back room for the Browns. You actually had him voted the highest on your list at second. Why wasn't he above Elijah Moore?
3: Because
0: he had a better season than Elijah Moore.
3: Yeah, I I still think think he had a better season than Elijah Moore. And the expectation for Elijah coming in was still – Jerome Ford was still an unknown, and I guess to an extent Elijah Moore was too. But the way that he came in here with the (laughs) level of expectation was certainly higher. Jerome for Ford Jerome at least Ford.
0: had a few good games.
4: Yeah, I had a couple of nice. Did Elijah ones? Moore have any?
0: They had a one good game,
4: maybe. Elijah Moore, we yeah. we were sold that he could possibly be the heir apparent to Mark Cooper. I don't think so. I think Mark. I think he's a three he's or a four jet. receiver. Three or four. He's a guy that you can you know check it down to. But as far as all this dynamic playmaking, I didn't see it. The
1: skill set is there. The performance was not. No, not even close. All right. All right. Next up, this one. I made this award, honestly, just to honor Nick Chubb. It was the most devastating injury of 2023, which obviously we don't want to celebrate injuries, but Nick Chubb, we missed you so much. And Nick Chubb was the unanimous eight out of eight first place votes. The only player in any category to sweep the first place votes. Deshaun came in second and DeWan Jones, the yeah, Browns stellar order. rookie, came in third.
3: Yeah, that was my order too. That exact order. I, bu-
2: I had Jack Coughlin, Conklin too. Apparently I'm wrong because nobody else had him. And I had Deshaun 3.
4: I, I was I was going to shake the world up and make uh, Nick Chubb the MVP, the most valuable person. I'm going to keep it real. Because here's the way it happened. I say if you could add, because that's all around the internet. If they said add one person out of all the guys that's injured and you add him to the team with Joe Flacco, how much would that person, How what, what team would be the best? And I say, yeah. well, give me Nick Chubb, put him with Flacco, and I think the Browns could have really done something. That's a little telling that nobody
0: picked Deshaun Watson one. I know, right? He's the quarterback.
2: I know, he is, but Nick Chubb was week two and it was a devastating injury. Yeah, but Like, when you look at the, we don't have that piece of tape on Deshaun. In fact, there was some people said, when when exactly did this happen? With Nick, we had that gut-wrenching video that even today when I see it, I, I squirm when I see it, it was devastating, both yeah. in the moment, to the player and to the season. Right, but in
0: the end, if Deshaun had been playing like a superstar here, we would all pick them number one. Yes. that's a
3: fact. Yes, yeah, I yeah think, that's I the think, guy you
4: can't lose if yeah. he's playing well. I think we don't mention him because we we mentioned a bunch of other people who had extraordinary seasons outside of the norm. So Flacco comes in has a crazy season, yeah. so it minimizes the like the, the the shock that Deshaun got hurt. Yeah, yeah. At, whereas running back, nobody played great. Now, yeah. if you, let's spin
2: it forward for a second, if you could only have one of the two back for next year, Deshaun or Nick, <laughs> which one are you taking back?
3: That's take Deshaun. This. I would take
0: Deshaun.
2: You've Gotta take the quarterback. You gotta take the quarterback. Yeah. It's interesting because if
1: take...
0: he because the, if Deshaun can't be a great player again, then the Browns are screwed ultimately. Yeah. So we have to have him back, and we have to see him play a full season and hopefully play like. A great I, I would
2: take Nick Chubb. I, I'm different from you guys, and yeah. here's, here's why. He is definitively in the top three at his position. Now, yes, the quarterback is the more important position, yeah. but we we don't even have Deshaun Watson as top six in his conference. I hear you, but ultimately, when's the last time a team no, won the Super Bowl with a great running back? No, I, I know happen. exactly what you're saying. could happen this year yeah. with McCaffrey. It could. Uh, all right, we're going to take yeah. a break. When we come back, The Offensive Player of the Year and the Defensive Player of the Year. The votes are in. They have been counted. They have been overlooked by Price Waterhouse to make sure they're official. And by Price Waterhouse, we mean McNuggets. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is coming right back. all right welcome back to the ultimate cleveland sports show i'm taking a quick second here to remind everybody that uh if you love this program and the hope is that you do today we're giving away our cleveland browns awards for the 2023 season uh then you're probably going to want to check in on these new offerings from the ultimate cleveland sports show network you get the ultimate Browns show you get the ultimate guardians show you get the ultimate two one six show. That's going to be a mix of sports and culture and all things Cleveland and two one six. And we'll also give you an ultimate Cavaliers show. The way I understand it, these are going to be once a week offerings, half hour show. Is that correct?
1: Once a week, half hour, but all team specific. Well, and Browns is twice a week. Browns everyone okay. else is once. Very a week. Very good. So
2: check those out. Uh, just ultimate Cleveland sports show in your Google search bar. And it'll take you to our page, subscribe, like, and enjoy the content. Okay, Mike, Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year awards. For me, there
1: wasn't a lot of drama here, but who knows how the vote turned out. Let's start with the offense. It wasn't unanimous. There was oh. one vote for the guy who came in second place, but seven of the eight of us voted for Amari Cooper first. David and Njoku went second, except wow. for the one vote that he had in first place. And it came down third was a little interesting. Flacco nudged out Wyatt Teller. Wow. By one point, I for voted third for Wyatt best, best offensive player. Yeah.
3: I voted for Wyatt, because he held I, I that too. thing
4: together, man. I think I voted for Wyatt Teller. As some, I don't know if it was this award, but yeah. I, I think I voted for Wyatt Teller.
0: I can't believe Earl voted for... How do you vote Njoku ahead of Cooper? That doesn't make any sense. There's no argument for that.
4: Well, uh, the Earl Joku was here to
0: defend himself.
2: Uh, I, I I would guess it was because he finally broke out. He finally had the kind of season that we thought all along he could have.
4: Hold hold on. Shout out to Earl. Uh, I just thought about this. The reason you could vote for Njoku when the Browns' two tackles started to go out, Kevin Stefanski switched the protection program, and you had David Njoku standing in a lot of routes helping those tackles so that you, the routes could get open down the field. David Njoku was their best blocker when it comes to pass catchers, best blocking tight end. And also, he was the most dynamic when you had Joe Flacco. He had a breakout year. and Some could argue Amari Cooper... Had already stamped itself as a guy up here. The second guy to come along and, and offer a passing target was Njoku. So I can see where you could say David Njoku uh, should have been a little All higher. Right. Yeah. I, think I out, had I Cooper, Njoku, and,
1: and Flacco. Was that the order? That ended up being the order. Okay. Flacco nudged out Teller by one point. Flacco Anybody got else got get a third had place vote? Third place votes. Anybody else get a third place, Mike? Uh, nope, just Flacco and Teller. Okay. Now, this was, to me, the one that was
2: the most obvious, but yeah. someone else got a first-place vote, I think you said. Two.
1: Oh, for defense? Yeah. Yeah, it was not unanimous for Miles Garrett. Wow. JOK had two first-place votes. I voted for him, I'm not going to lie, and so did Anthony. But in the end of the day, two votes doesn't outweigh six. Miles Garrett came in first. JOK came in second, and Denzel Ward. Was that was my one place place through finish. three. That was me my too. one through three. So let me ask you
2: this. As someone who voted for... Uh, Jok as the defensive player of the year on the Browns, then you clearly can't have Miles Garrett winning the league-wide award for defensive player of the year.
1: It's actually funny. I'd vote for Miles for league-wide defensive you player of the year, but here's the difference in team. It way. Makes no sense. I think both played. This was MVP or defensive player of the year, not the most valuable. Uh, Miles is more valuable, but overall best player of the year. Wait, I thought it was defensive player of the year. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what the league it's award not, is yeah. too. Defensive player of the year. Yeah, but it's, it's just looked at a different way. I thought from week one to week you're 18... Just, you're grasping for straws. J.O.K. was more consistent... <laughs> they don't call him McNuggets for JOK nothing. J.O.K. was more consistent from the start of the year to the end of the season. And this is an overall award. It's not the first 12 weeks of the season. J.O.K., plus the playoffs. Right. I know, but the logic of that is he's game. not
2: the best player on his own team. However...
4: Hold on. He is the best player
1: let, let, let in me, the entire hold NFL. Hold
4: on, hold on. Let me save you, McNuggets. They do it all the time. Loyal you guys are, counting this. Listen, hey, how come the offensive player of the year isn't the MVP? Well, there could be another player that uh, is better uh, on the defensive side. No, but usually we, uh, the MVP is the offensive award. If a quarterback wins the MVP, he should, by default, be the offensive player of the year. However,
2: as well. there is a difference in the definition of the award Ah, in this one. It's defensive player of the year. Browns defensive player of the year. NFL, for example, this year,
0: probably Lamar Jackson will win the MVP and probably Christian McCaffrey will win the Offensive Player of the Year, and you can and, make a case for that. Because with MVP, we all realize that quarterback
4: is way more important. That's exactly right. right. If, You're measuring value. Yeah. If, if, if I don't get it, if I'm the most valuable player at this position and I play offense, you can't tell me the running back is more more. He's uh, offensive player. I should get both of those, right? You're big that You can make the argument. It's totally different. Totally different saying. because in this yeah.
2: case it's the exact, exact same, same award name, essentially. And also yeah. I think bulls example is a very good one. To yeah. me the MVP award has the word value in it. Right. And we overvalue the quarterback and probably undervalue other positions. Here's
1: the difference for me. This is an 18-game vote because it includes the playoffs. There you go. The regular season award mm-hmm. was just mild. But you I can't overlook the playoffs award. Jay, we go. got to take a break because go. we got superlatives coming. Yeah,
2: let's take a break. The, the superlative award. You do not want to miss this. To me, this has been what I've been most looking forward to all day. <laughs> These will make you
1: laugh. <laughs> What's up with this
4: helmet, Gene I don't know, man.
1: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: All right, we're going to wrap it up with superlatives. Everything was on the table here. Jason, you're going to start us off. What was your superlative award?
3: I went with the worst pregame outfit And when I saw DTR (laughs) walking in against the Steelers, I thought, oh my. Lord, they're gonna lose by three touchdowns. You can't have your quarterback looking like that before the game.
2: I mean, he and looked,
3: you don't even see the pants there. The pants are as bad as the puff jacket. Oh, yeah, they would. It was an awful. He looks look.
2: like an eighth grader hanging out at the mall, wearing his
4: dad's jacket. Of course, Pee Wee player forgot is, his coat, Put dad's
3: coat on going to the game.
4: Unfortunately, that is a swag. Right Luckily,
3: now. he played a lot better than he looked walking into the stadium. Oh, I still God. think DTR's got a bright future as the backup quarterback of the
2: Browns. All right, no. here's no. mine. Uh, mine was the biggest laugh of the season. We, you know, at the end of the day, we're, it's supposed to be fun. <laughs> You'll remember the play where uh, Miles Garrett picked up Kenny Pickett's helmet. He lost it on like a sneak right. or something. <laughs> and everybody was thinking the same thing. Oh my God, Miles Garrett has a helmet in his hand. Right. And, it's Steelers qu- helmet. And, yeah, and it's the quarterback who's without a helmet. And we all were wondering, oh no, what's going to happen? And I love the moment when Miles gave it back to, back to Broderick Jones. He immediately threw his hands up in the air yeah, as if yeah. to say, "Not this time. I learned my lesson." <laughs> that was, funny. and that made me laugh then, and it makes me laugh now. I mean, now. you could have
0: had with Miles Garrett. You could have also had the him playing basketball that too. Was,
2: that was another one of yeah, my favorite. He moments had a lot of, of funny moments. All right, Bull, what do you got? All right, mine was the
0: all talk, no action, and that's uh, Juan Thornhill. All bark, no bite. He did a lot of talking before the season. Now mm. they did make it to the playoffs, but. I, I, I thought he completely cratered second half of the year. I don't think he made any big plays all season. He did a lot of talking. He got, got on me in the beginning of the season, which I have, don't have a problem with. But you got to back it up. I don't
4: think he did. All right, that's fair. Mm. Hey, hey, listen, I'm going to the worst game day swag. I'm all into the wristbands, everything. Everything. Hey, right, listen, Greg Newsom. I love your shoe game. Your kick game is mean. I'm trying to get where you're going. But listen, your helmet is three sizes too big. <laughs> <laughs> you got a ski mask, a do-rag, a bandana, and a headband all under your helmet. And it is big. I don't understand. We need to get you back to the regular Rydells and get it together. Uh, uh, get them together. Hey, that Ward, fix your guy. Get your man's, his helmet. He get looks him. like the Great Kazoo. Yes, the Great Kazoo.
2: Big helmet. Maybe that's why he lost receivers at times. His oh,
4: helmet. My see, <laughs> see, I didn't say that, Greg. that was no, me. Right I that love Greg Newsom, I just thought I'd <laughs>
2: make <laughs> a funny.
1: My- All right, That's what you got? Real quick, I called it the best moment, really the best picture, but when David Njoku, after beating the oh, New York Jets yes. on Thursday Night Football, did shots with the fans in the Muni lot before he we went home. <laughs> I'll call it a moment. It was a picture, a video, whatever you want to say, but Njoku doing shots after the That's dub. That's crazy. Yeah, my favorite you know, of the year. I'm glad you threw that in there. You said
2: worst pregame outfit. Yeah. I think he also had the best, the best. pregame outfit with the mask. And the open chest and the fur coat. It was a look. Thanks for joining us. We're back on Monday with the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We will see you then. Have a great weekend and enjoy the games. Peace!
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.